السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ الحمد للہ الحمد للہ نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يوم نقول لجهنم هل امتلأت وتقول هل من مزيد وأزلفت الجنة للمتقين غير بعيد هذا ما توعدون لكل أواب حفيظ من خشي الرحمن بالغيب وجاء بقلب منيب ادخلوها, ادخلوها بسلام ذلك يوم الخلود صدق الله العظيم Honorable, respected ulama-i kiram, respected elders and beloved brothers in Islam, a few days has passed that the month of Ramadan had come to an end. <coughs> the other day we mentioned Ibn Jawzi rahimahumullah said that if it was ever possible, if it was possible, that if a person in the qabr would have been asked to make one desire, one wish. Just one desire, one wish. There would have been no wish. He takes a qasam of Allah. There would have been no wish, no desire that that person comes back into dunya just for one day or a portion of a day of the month of Ramadan. That month has now passed. But between the month of Ramadan and now, we would have made many different intentions of our change, the change of our heart, the change of our direction in life, making it towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There would have been many of us that would have realized a life of ghaflat, a life of heedlessness had passed and a change becomes necessary for an individual. This is the shan, this is the sign, this is the token of a believer. In Surah Tawbah, Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala speaks about a group of Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhu majma'in wa akharuna a'tarafu bi dhunubihim khalatu amalan saliha wa akhara sayyia Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu says that there were this group of sahaba that did not participate in the expedition of Tabuk. Allah had commanded, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conveyed the command that Tabuk was nafir aam. Every able, capable person had to participate in this battle. The munafiqeen were the munafiqeen. Amongst the believers, there were those unhesitantly, immediately responded to the call of Allah. 
there were others who hesitated a little and there were those believers who were unable to because they were incapacitated they did not participate then there were one group of believers mu'minin mukhlisin sahaba sincere sahaba of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam for some reason oversight they did not participate in the battle rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam had come back and as nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam enters madina tayyiba these according to the narrations they were either five or they were seven or they were eight or they were ten of them they decided we have violated the command of allah and what did they do they tied themselves up to the pillars of masjidun nabawi brothers and friends this is the sign this is the token of a real believer whatever we have went against the commandment of allah we did not comply to the full requirements of the shariat hence we imprison ourselves and we tie ourselves to this pillar rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam comes nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam sees them tied to the pillar he inquired from the other sahaba what has happened to these people they explain to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the circumstances that they have tied themselves they've imprisoned themselves they would not release themselves until you yourself ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam do not release them just to move away from this ayat allah tbaruk wa taala speaks about the quality of the muttaqin before the month of ramadan probably rajab shaban in the initial stages of ramadan there was one ayah that was replete whether it was the juma khutba whether it was in our talim whether it was in our muzakira what is this month of ramadan about uiddat lil muttaqin uiddat lil muttaqin that this ramadan la'allakum tattaqun so that you may acquire the quality of taqwa Allah Ta'ala says in the ayat of the Quran yawma naqulu li jahannam halimta la'ti wa taqulu hal min mazid on that day Allah Ta'ala will ask the fire of jahannam are you filled the fire will jahannam will reply are there any more to come into me just an example of the fire of jahannam there is one narration that if a stone had to be thrown from the top of jahannam it will take 70 years 70 years before that stone reaches the bottom go to the highest mountain and throw a stone in couple of minutes it is going to reach the ground here it is not about one year it is not two years 70 years that is the depth of jahannam it will never get full So halimta la'ti wa taqulu hal min mazid wa uzlifatil jannatu lil muttaqina ghayra ba'id Allah Taala speaks about jannah that jannah will be brought close not at a distance for the muttaqin ghayra ba'id hadha ma tu'aduna likulli awwabin hafiz 
one of the qualities of the muttaqin is that a believer a muttaqi a person who has taqwa awab sayyidina abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu says that this quality that allah ta'ala speaks about hadha ma tu'aduna likulli awabin hafiz awab is that muttaqi that wrongs he breaks the commandments of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after he breaks the commandment of allah that muttaqi in privacy he sits in solace and he remembers the fact that he has broken the commandments of allah and in that he does not stop there but he continues his tauba he continues his repentance to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever he remembers the sin he makes this tauba to allah renewing that tauba to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such is the quality of the awab of course we need to be cautious here hazrat tanvi rahimahumullah is written that allah had created us not to remember our sins but allah has created us to remember allah taala but these people are so remorseful so regretful that they will remember that sin and they will seek tauba and ask forgiveness from allah taala likulli awabin hafiz they are very particular about number 1 the covenant that they made with allah la ilaha illa allah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this pledge that they had made with allah tabarak wa taala they will not let that pledge go and number 2 the commandments of allah they will continuously try the level best to fulfill each and every command of allah here we are friends ramadan has passed many would have fulfilled most of the commandments of allah and now it is crunch time for us we haggling we finding it difficult to keep that momentum of ramadan if these two qualities come in us that we remember our disobedience to allah then we seek forgiveness from allah then we still regarded as a muttaqi in the books of allah we try to comply and fulfill the commandment of allah then we are still regarded as a muttaqi in the records of allah the other aspect is allah taala says kulli awabin hafiz man khashiya arrahman bil ghaib wa jaa bi qalbin munib that person who fears allah obviously without seeing allah taala he has this khashiyat that love for allah that is also equal to his fear for allah subhanahu wa taala man khashiya arrahman bil ghaib wa jaa bi qalbin munib and on the day of qiyama he comes to allah taala with this heart of inabat this heart that is turned towards allah quite often we hear that the qibla of the heart should be allah and how is the qibla of the heart going to be allah that we remember allah subhanahu wa taala 
fulfilled whatever the desire be in jannah allah bari taala will grant it and waladaina mazid and from allah there will be an access and what is that access that will be the ru'ya that will be the vision of allah brothers and friends this is where we are a month of total obedience of allah and now somewhat we find it dwindling we need to go back so nonetheless these sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 5 7 8 or 10 of them they had themselves tied to this pillar rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is told that they will not release themselves or allow anyone else to release them but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam replied that I cannot release them seeing that they tied themselves with a covenant to Allah until Allah himself reveals an ayah Some commentators have expressed other sahaba had gone out under difficult conditions and that was why Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would not release them because in view of the difficulties others had gone these would have to go through this difficulty allah taala after some days allah taala revealed this ayah wa akharu na'tarafu bi dhunubihim khalatu amalan saliha wa akhara sayyi'a and they are a group of sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam i'tarafu bi dhunubihim again the same theme the same team allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying i'tarafu bi dhunubihim they admitted their wrongs brothers this is what it is all about we've missed a salat we cannot belittle it we cannot feel it is okay it is in order we can make the qada later we have command we have broken the command of allah we have gone against the commandment of allah rabbul izzat it is a sin wa akharu na'tarafu bi dhunubihim admit that sin in the courts of allah admit that sin in the courts of allah we will have to make the qada seek the forgiveness from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aw mada sayyida aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala anha narrates a hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam what is tauba tauba is in itself al-i'tiraf it is in itself an admission of guilt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a lengthy hadith of Bukhari Sharif the hadith of the Mi'raj Samura ibn Jundub radiyallahu ta'ala anhu is the narrator of this hadith he states Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had come to the seventh sky to the seventh heaven there we know Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had met Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam and that conversation had gone on but together with that on the seventh heaven rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam had seen two groups of people one group 
their faces were glowing and another group there were spots and scars on their faces the group that had that spots and scars on their faces dived into a river or a pond that was in front of them and then they came out from it and those spots and those scars had left their faces and their faces also glowed jibril alayhi salatu wassalam informed nabi akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam this first group was those slaves of allah that persisted on the obedience of allah their mission in life they gave their the objective their aim in life was to obey allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there would have been lapses there would have been errors there would have been sins that they had committed but the major effort was that i need to be obedient to allah brothers this is where we are we need to rejuvenate we need to reiterate to ourselves that i need to be obedient to allah and then the second group with the spots and the scars that group were those who slipped who erred but when they slipped and they erred they didn't remain there they didn't stay there well i'm too weak i'm only insan and it seems as though i have this right to break the commandment of allah no as soon as they erred as soon as they slipped they went back and they made tauba to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they sought the forgiveness of allah rabbul izzat and then hence that in the seventh heaven was synonymous to this that they would be in that go into that pond or that river and they will come out cleansed like how in this world make tauba to allah and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive that tauba this ayat is revealed rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives the command that these sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum should be untied and hence they were untied after they were untied they go to nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam see friends one is tauba and one is a complete tauba so they've made tauba to allah with their hearts they've imprisoned themselves in the masjid they've tied themselves to the pillars now the ayat is revealed there is still no celebration in their life however they go to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they say ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam what had come between us and emerging in the path of allah was the wealth that allah had given us that wealth became a means of luxury it became a means of comfort and we felt the comfort of whatever we had and hence we did not go out in the path of allah so now they pledged every bit of their wealth to be spent in the path of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is a hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that person who leaves something that person who leaves something for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever it may be allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
will replace that something that he leaves with something much better with something much much better mufassirin have expressed sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam's incident when at the time of asar sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam had called for his war horses to be inspected and as he was inspecting them he became so engrossed in it now this is not a material perspective this is horses that are used for jihad it has been reared for jihad fi sabilillah to inspect them to look after them to see to them is part of deen but nonetheless at the time of sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salam a vast number of mufassirin have stated that the a salat at the time of asar before sunset was not obligatory but it was voluntary it was nafal and because of his engrossment in inspecting these horses sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam had slipped up with that nafal ibada and the sun began to set immediately sayyidina sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam realized that in trying to do one good i let another deed of good go and for the sake of allah it has been stated that sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam shariat like how in our shariat the slaughtering of camels and the slaughtering of cows is part of a great sacrifice he slaughtered each and every one of these horses for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so hence وَلِسُلَيْمَانَ الْذِيحَهُ دُبُّهَا شَهَرٌ وَرَوَاحُهَا شَهَرٌ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى replace that mode of transport with a better mode of transport that Allah Taala had made the wind submissive to Sayyiduna Sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam one morning's journey he would cover one month's journey and in one evening he will cover one month's journey in a day he would cover two months journey of those days travel brothers and friends allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaced because he gave up something for the sake of allah yeah these sahaba <coughs> this wealth had come between us and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam take this wealth and spend it for the sake of allah we give it as sadaqa rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam responded my allah has not commanded me to take your wealth it is not in the command of allah to do this hence allah taala revealed the next verse khud min amwalihim sadaqatan tutahhiruhum wa tuzakkihim biha wa salli alayhim o muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam take a portion of the wealth khud min amwalihim sadaqatan take a portion of the wealth as sadaqa it comes in a narration that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam decided to take one third of the wealth of these sahaba and why why should they give this wealth to tahhiruhum that they become purified what to zakihim and they become cleansed in their hearts that this was the wealth that had come between them and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa salli alayhim and make dua for them hence respected and dear friends allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
had given us this beautiful month of Ramadan that is past, what remains with us is that we make our niyat and our intention. These Sahaba had done what they had done. They had been given what they had given for the sake of Allah. Let us also, let us also give something for the sake of Allah. Let us make some niyat. The story of Ikrima ibn Abi Jahal. Ikrima, we know he was an arch enemy of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The day when he embraced Islam at the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said several things to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah wa Ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, he said to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, number one, I am now a Muslim. I have now submitted to Allah. Number two, I am now a mujahid. I now will strive in the path of Allah. And number three, I am now a muhajir. Although he remained in Makkah, but his hijrat means a hijrat from the life of heedlessness into a life of being attentive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next statement he made to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that all and whatever wealth, I had spent in stopping others from the path of Allah. Ya Rasulullah and all those that are around you, I make you witness, I will now double the spending in inviting others towards Allah. Brothers, he was in a state of kufr. And this is the kind of objective that he had. This is the kind of niyyah that he made. Number two, the time that I spent in pursuing the enmity against Islam, now I will double that time in going out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows how Allah had accepted it. This is the same ikrama that we read in Fadali Amal. That when he would take the Quran, he will cry profusely, saying, Hada kalamu rabbi, and he will fall unconscious. Hada kalamu rabbi, he stopped people from this kalam of Allah. But when he had iman in this kalam of Allah, he understood the greatness of this kalam of Allah and he would fall unconscious. And it is the same ikrima that at the battlefield when Harith radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Ayyash and Ikrama ibn Abi Jahal, three of the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had fallen. Harith required some water and when the water was brought he looked at Ayyash looking at that glass of water. And Ayyash, he, Harith said, take this to Ayyash. And by the time it came to Ayyash, Ikrama was next to him. Ayyash and Ikrama both left this world in the path of Allah. And then of course Harith had also passed on. Brothers, when we have this niyat, we want to make this change for the sake of Allah. We want to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah wa ta'ala will accept that niyat provided we are sincere. But of course, let us make the first atiraf that we have wronged. We make tawbah to Allah Rabbul Izzat. Allah Rabbul Izzat surely will accept the tawbah. May Allah wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq and the ability. Brothers, we all know that the ishtima is going to take place on Sunday from Zuhar onwards till Tuesday Fajr. All brothers are requested to participate, bring others, make dua that Allah Ta'ala makes this istima a means of success. 
and all of this we do for the sake of Allah undoubtedly Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will reward us wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahirabbil alamin